Are y'all still here? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so let me tell y'all a story. <laughs> well, at least the story so far anyway. Um, as you may have noticed, I hope that you did. Maybe you didn't. I understand if you didn't. Um, Scott and I have kind of taken a hiatus on the Real Deal podcast. And um, there's no, there's nothing going on. He, he and I are still best friends. Uh, we still talk on a frequent basis. We're going to a couple concerts together later this year. Uh, we're going to go to see the Pantera reunion show, and we're going to go see the Marvelous 3 reunion show later this fall. And so, I mean, things are great with me and him. We both have just been through a lot in the last year, and you probably picked up on some of that in last year's podcast season where, you know, we only recorded about half the episodes we did in season one, and it was purely just out of being too busy. Scott and I both uh, were, were in different phases where he was growing his company. I had taken a, another job for some health insurance benefits and whatnot because of, uh, you know, uh, mine and Kelly's health situation and whatnot. And so, you know, we, uh, we just didn't get to really put the energy into it that we believe that you guys, the listeners, deserve. And so we sort of just took a break, and it was kind of unofficial. We didn't have a conversation about it. I put out the last episode of The Real Deal uh, entitled The End with a question mark, and I was sort of joking, but um, I knew it wasn't the end of all things, but it might have been the end of Scott and I doing The Real Deal together at that point in time. And, And who knows? what's going to happen in the future. Like I said, uh, he's growing his business leaps and bounds and, and uh, it's all over the country with that. And um, <clears throat> I've had several things going on personally and business-wise that have made it difficult for me to devote time to it. But, you know, I sit around sometimes and I'm here at the house and I'm thinking, you know, I still got time. You know, and I was like, well, I mean, I wonder if anybody would even listen. I mean, because kind of what made the real deal the real deal was me and him together. But one of the things that I would go back and listen to whenever I was listening to our episodes to check for quality and whatnot was, you know, we had stories. And, um, you know, of, of all sorts of, of, you know, things. We had stories from childhood. We had stories from our band time together. We had stories from the time when the band broke up and my personal growth into uh, becoming a Christian and a minister and a parent and, and, and all these things. And, you know, he had his stories of how he grew in business and entrepreneurship and leadership and all these things. And, you know, the thing that I think makes people interesting, and I, I, I am a, I am a human aficionado. I, I, I study people. I work with people. I, I do what I can to help people. And, and so I, one of the things that makes human beings uniquely human is their story. You know, everyone has one. I have a story. You have a story. And all of us could say that we are in our story as we're going and that this is the story so far. Um, And so that's what I think I'm going to do. I played around with It'll still be the Real Deal podcast, um, 
but this season might be entitled something like Closer to Fine. That the, the, the further I go in my story, the closer I get to find. Now, that obviously is a play on words from an Indigo Girls song from uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s. I can't remember exactly. They had called Closer to Fine. But the idea there is that the more I live, the more I love, the more I um, learn, the closer I get to find whatever... That is, I have an idea in my mind what fine is. You might have one in your head, but the idea is that we are closer to some sort of goal that we think peace resides at. And I thought it might be fun and interesting just to share some stories with you. Um, A little bit about my life, uh, a little bit about the things that I've learned. Uh, There'll be some funny stuff. There'll be some... uh, painful stuff. There'll be some really uh, personal and vulnerable uh, moments that, that we'll probably touch on and things that kind of shaped my life into what it is currently and hopefully what it's going to be in the future. And I think that's the, the, the uniquely human trait that we have is that, that story that each of us have. Um, you know, I think about the book of Acts in the Bible, and if you're not familiar with the Bible, I won't get too deep into you, to it, but those of you who, who listen who are into the Bible, you know what I'm talking about. The book of Acts is a, is a history of the church, and you know, you, you have this, this, this story being woven of all these people coming together from various backgrounds, various ethnicities various cultures and races, and and they're all coming together into this new thing called the church, right, that Jesus said he was going to build. And so he did. And as it's coming together, you're you're getting this this mixed bag of, of people that have these just rich differences between them. And yet, because they're you're united in purpose, they have a common goal. They they come together, and I, I think that really points more toward unity from diversity rather than unity in diversity. I think unity in diversity is kind of a oxymoron, but unity from diversity—that all these people were coming from different places, all coming together as one. And you get later into the books in chapters eight, nine, and ten, and you have an Ethiopian eunuch who comes to obey the gospel and become a Christian. And then in chapter nine, you have Saul who was a Pharisee uh, and and persecuted Christians, who ends up becoming a Christian, changes his name to Paul. Uh, You might know that he went on to write the majority of the New Testament uh, after that on his missionary journeys. And then in Acts chapter 10, you have this Roman centurion, a soldier, um, who was considered the enemy by by everyone. And uh, and he obeys the same gospel. And you couldn't have three more different guys than the eunuch, Paul, and the centurion. And yet, for everything that was different about them, they all obeyed the same gospel. They all became united in the same purpose and began telling their story from where they were. And I think that that's, that's, a, that's something that we should really treasure in our humanity is that each one of us has that. 
And so what I hope to do over the next, I don't know, I don't know how many episodes I plan to put out, but I, but I do plan to put some out. And it'll just be a story, a life lesson, something to to share with you that I've learned that that maybe will help you get closer to fine as I'm trying to get closer to fine too. And so I hope that you'll go with me. I hope that you'll you'll pick up where we left off and you'll appreciate a little bit different format than what we've done, but I'm going to try to give you as much of the same that I can as much as I'm able to by myself anyway. And just see where this takes us. See if we can get closer to fine. And so here's the story I want to share with you tonight for this episode, episode number one. I think that you know, if you know me by now, if you've listened long enough, you, you, you sort of know who I am and the way that I think and operate. And I am very big on human connection. And so I tried to think back through my life to the time that I really recognized just how vitally important human connection is. I mean, we know we can look in Genesis chapter 2. When God states, you know, that it's not good for man to be alone. And there's a myriad of reasons behind that. But part of that is human connection, that there is a need human beings have for other human beings. I think this is why, you know, um, we have one another here, that God always intended us to have a community or a circle or a support system or family or whatever you want to you know call it but it's it's true there's an innate need that we all have for human connection and i try to think back on my life to the time that i first realized how important that was and now what's funny is i didn't realize how important it was at this moment that i'm going to talk about tonight but i i, I did realize that it was something that i i i never looked more forward to the sun going down than i did the summer between my sixth and seventh grade year, um, I was 12, you know, and in sixth grade, <clears throat> I was coming out of season, you know, I was coming out of sixth grade going into seventh. And so I'd had a quote unquote girlfriend and I'd had crushes on girls, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, Lord knows I'll never forget Dana Roth, man, all through elementary school. She was my big crush, but I was always too chicken to talk to her. Um, but, and I'd had a girlfriend in the sixth grade. It was a girl named Tracy that just came up to me and says, I'm your girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> I'm mean, 11 years old. What do you say? And so I, you know, but you know, I never even had held hands with a girl or anything like that. And so the summer between my sixth and seventh grade year, we lived in between two houses where there was a family and the grandmother lived on the right side of us and the daughter and her family lived on the left or the front side of us. And, um, they had, um, they had family spread out all over the country. And, and, um, this particular summer, um, a niece, which would have been a cousin, I guess, of my neighbor across the street had come to stay the summer with the grandmother who lived to the house to the right of me and back of me. And, uh, you know, like kids do, you know, kids find each other. You know, she's outside playing one day, I'm outside playing one day, and you, you kind of find each other. Now, she was a year older than me. She was going into the eighth grade, coming out of seventh grade. So, older woman, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, we kind of found each other out in the yard and uh, talked a little bit. And, you know, like kids do, and you just, you know, it was a, it was purely innocent. 
And this whole story is innocent, by the way. So I don't don't think that I'm alluding to some some you know scandalous story. That's not what this goes. This is innocent. Get your minds out of the gutter, people. <laughs> um, but so we had we had hung out some, and um, we we had played outside a couple of days, just you know, just regular kid stuff, you know. And um, one night, now my dad worked the graveyard shift. So he would leave uh, at, you know, between 10, 30 and 11 most nights. And he wouldn't be home until, you know, seven or eight in the morning. And my mom was in bed at nine o'clock. And so, you know, uh, I was relatively unsupervised because my brother was in and out and I'm sure he's going to listen to this. He can verify. Um, he was in and out with his friends and girlfriends and stuff like that. Cause he was in high school and you know, so I was that summer. I was relatively left unattended. Of course, that's just how all of Generation X is. I mean, we were feral <laughs> as it is. Um, but I'm sitting there watching late night with David Letterman. You know, summertime. It's what you do. You stay up late. And uh, I, you know, I noticed this figure standing in our patio door. You know, and it scared me to death. And I realized it was her, and she was motioning me for come outside. And so I just opened the door and she goes, Hey, can you sneak out? And I was like, well, I don't really know if it's sneaking. I think I can just, I think I can just come out. So I came out and I said, what's up? And she goes, Oh, I just wanted to see if you wanted to hang out. You know? So at this point I'm really excited because number one, I'm not really hung out outside at night before outside of camping or something, but, and, uh, and it was a girl, you know, and again, nothing scandalous here. But um, her name was Shannon, and so Shannon asked me, she goes, um, I've got a really good view of the sky over behind Nanny's house, my grandma's house. I just thought we could, we could just hang out and talk a little bit. And, um, and so we did. We went over there, and we, we sort of laid in the, on the patio, and you, know, you really could see the sky from, from that spot, and it was... Um, I've always had, and ever since then, I've had a, I've had an, uh, a love for staring into the night sky. But anyway, we laid there that night, and we just talked, and we laughed, and we talked, and we laughed. And I mean, and this went on. I'm not kidding. The sun started coming up, and uh, she said, well, I better get inside, or I'll get in trouble. And I I, I went back home, and of course, I got, I got in my bed before my mom got up, but... Um, I couldn't go to sleep. I was so excited that um, I'd had this experience where I had actually laid and talked with someone out under the night sky, you know, completely innocent and just connected with someone like her and I had conversations that at 12 years old, I had not had just really deep connected conversation. And so Obviously, I when I finally did fall asleep, I slept all day. And that night, I waited, man, and waited, hoping she was going to come back. And she did. And she did every night after that for the rest of the summer. I think all total, I think we, except if one of us, if I was out of town, sometimes we would go out of town to see my grandparents. But if I was home, we were laying out under the stars talking. And eventually, what happened was we would start holding hands. And so we would lay there holding hands. Manny, you talk about heart beating fast, right? 12 year old kid laying there with a, you know, 13, almost 14 year old girl 
and she's, you know, really interesting and she's interested in you and you've got this great connection and, and it wasn't a crush that I felt and it wasn't anything illicit, man. It was just fulfillment in those moments, man. I mean, especially as, as rough as my childhood was around that time at home, you know, this was a, an escape for me where <clears throat> I could go and connect with another human being that wasn't my friend Timmy down the street or my friend Chad down the street. This was a girl, you know, and it was, I mean, it was simply amazing. And it was the first time that I realized what connection meant because she would listen to me and I would tell her about things that were going on at home with my dad and the, the, you know, how, how rough it was. And, and, and she confided in me things that she had dealt with and, and experienced. And I'm not going to share those with you because those were for me, but I'm happy to share anything about myself with you, but I'm not going to share what she shared, but it was intimate, man. It was, it was, there was, it was intimacy. Um, you know, as intimate as you can be at 12 and 14 years old, where, you know, you're, you're realizing that the beauty of this moment is that this moment doesn't come again. It's fleeting. And so there's a spiritual connection there because you realize the finite, right? That time is marching on and, and these moments are all that you've got. And so every night that summer was just pure magic laying under the stars, and connecting with this other human being. And it was beautiful. I really don't know how else to describe it. It was it was a beautiful time in my life. For all the ugliness, this was the true meaning of, of escape because I, I connected with another human being that understood me. And I think she felt like I understood her. And this was this was a friendship unlike any other friendship I'd ever had. And I think about it often believe it or not not you know just in pure nostalgia I'll I'll hear songs from that time era and I'll remember that summer and I can't think of that summer without thinking about my friend Shannon and those beautiful moments that we shared that summer you know and just not wanting that summer to end um, you know being there and uh, just in the presence of another human you know and having these connected moments that you know are passing. And so uh, at the time, I probably wouldn't have described them as beautiful, but man, I can't help but look back on them as anything but beautiful. It truly was a beautiful time to be alive, and I'm so thankful. And so I share this with you tonight because I hope that we realize our need for connection, our need for other human beings. And I hope that these things will mean something to you, that you'll think about it that you'll reach out to those that you had connections with maybe meditate on these things for a little bit and see the importance of human connectivity see how truly closer to fine we get with it think about those things and appreciate those people and you know what if you haven't talked to them in a long time reach out and let them know you're thinking about them um, that was one that was one of the most important times in my life because it taught me truly how to be comfortable talking to someone else um, that I had nothing to gain from I had nothing to gain from it and it was awesome and it really had a lot to do with shaping me and I I hope that sharing that story with you will maybe in your mind bring back some memory of innocence right that was a time when I was still innocent and that was a time where 
everything was new and exciting and and I had something to look forward to every night and, and uh, maybe even a little bit of, of a, a desire for for something you know that was out of reach obviously romance wise I mean I was too young for that but you still think about it and you yearn for it and there's just a, a magic that happens in moments like that and I hope you've had those and I hope that you'll take time this week to appreciate it because when we do that just gets us one step closer to fun and so I look forward to being with you more uh, putting out more episodes and look forward to sharing more of my life stories with you hoping that you'll get something out of it and hoping that uh, we can go through this life together having this experience and get closer to fun thanks y'all see ya